it's been a while. It's definitely been a while um, since I did my last episode. I think I just did not have the motivation for it at the time. I was using it as sort of like a ranting thing. I was using the podcast as a ranting thing, and I think that was not really that good for me because clearly I got bored. So I'm going to try and post more frequently and come up with actual topics that matter, unlike my stupid problems. Anyways, um, I think the last episode I posted was I'm Radio Rebel, and I posted it May. So it's been a, it's been a while. It is currently December. Um, I've learned a lot. A lot has happened, so I just want to catch up with you guys, and yep, so it's so weird to think how looking back on the episodes, I can sort of like see how I felt as a first-hand source of the beginning of COVID and the beginning of the pandemic. I did not expect for it to last this long. Um, Definitely, I'm definitely a little bit I mean, it's nice to look back on it. I feel a little bit nostalgic because I, it was so fun with the podcast, I guess. I mean, clearly it wasn't because I have four episodes, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this is so unprofessional. Like I was realizing that my thing is just so unprofessional. I don't have like an intro or anything. This is just all me just talking and hopefully it's interesting to you guys. Act like I'm your best friend. Even though no one's watching this, but it's okay. Watching this, listening to this, it's fine though. Like one day one of my friends are going to find this. Probably my friend Claire. I'm probably going to tell her about it and then she's going to make fun of me. So if you're watching this and you're my friend, please don't make fun of me. I'm just trying to trying to do my thing, okay? Let me let me do my thing. Anyways, um <clears throat> so basically We have been in quarantine for a solid nine, nine months. Is it nine months? Yeah, nine months. That's a little bit, that's, it's pretty crazy. (laughs) Um, so I started eighth grade, started online school for eighth grade. It was, it's definitely a lot more different than it was in seventh grade. That's for sure. Because in seventh grade, I did not have to attend the Zoom meetings. They were all optional and all the work was sort of just look at this presentation and do the work. Like there was no teaching involved unless you needed to go to office hours and I could not for the life of me figure out how to use Zoom. So I basically had a lot of trouble and I did not really attend any Zoom meetings. So that's wonderful. Um... But this year, I'm pretty sure that anyone that's listening to this that has gone to like online school or is in currently virtual learning, you can probably relate to the fact that it is a lot more, it has changed since the first bit because the school wasn't really prepared for it. They didn't expect for it to last this long. Now the school is really looking ahead. By the way, I live in Maryland, so right now schools are still not open, even though our case, I mean, our cases are actually rising. So I think our cases are getting worse, which kind of sucks because 
our like school keeps sending us emails about the reopening plan and the reopening plan in January 2021 and we all get really excited and then they're like oh wait nope we can't because the cases are rising so it kind of sucks but just like it would be so easily preventable we could all go back to school if people just wore their masks like oh my god it is extremely frustrating to me when people online are like masks are useless they do nothing they will just completely ignore science and ignore facts and literal information that is proven to be correct just because they don't feel like wearing a piece of cloth on their face and It is just so incredibly just inconsiderate because masks, they're just, (laughs) why do you think doctors wear them when they're around sick people? They don't just wear them because they're uncomfortable. Like, obviously no one wants to wear a mask now, but at this point it is extremely mandatory. The, The cases go down every single time people start wearing masks more and more often, and I hope that, oh, Big news now, Joe Biden is our president-elect, which is wonderful. And now we don't have Mr. Captain Clementine in office, which is great, actually. Like, obviously, Biden is not great. He's not the ideal choice, but he's good enough. All right, he's less racist and less homophobic and actually cares about science and stuff So than Trump. So that's nice. Um, I'm, I really hope that our president-elect will make sort of like a mask mandate or use an executive order to make people wear masks and people be like, my body, my choice. It's like, if you're, if, okay, so if you're gonna, you can only use that argument if it applies to everyone. Because you cannot say, my body, my choice about masks, and then go off to an abortion clinic and tell people off. Like, you cannot be doing that. It's different for people that say, my body, my choice for abortions, but not for masks. Because, oh, sorry, my phone is ringing? Do you guys hear that? In the abortion and mask way, because abortions are actually sort of, abortions are a human, like, there are, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it is not, like, it's not your, I mean, it is your choice to wear a mask, but it would be an incredibly ignorant and selfish choice to not wear a mask. Like, it's not that much of an inconvenience, especially during the winter season. Now that it's cold, it's actually going to help you keep warmer. So, and, like, they just wear it because they don't, they're like, we don't want to be controlled by the government when they're already brainwashed by their former president. It's like they worship Mr. Orange Man like he's a god. And it's it's extremely, it's funny, but it's frustrating because there's so many people. And he is the, like our former president is the smartest dumb person I know. Because he knows that his supporters are stupid. And he like has said that and he has created such a fan base that his supporters even when seeing literal evidence him saying in an interview that he is only a republican because they're dumb and like 
he has said so many racist and homophobic things and can people continue to support him is like he knows how to i mean he's a businessman he's not a politician i mean all politicians are bad but he's like he's not even a president he's a businessman he's just trying to get more and more fans so he can be in control and ruin our world and make it like go backwards like we've advanced so much as a society and he's just trying to reverse all that stuff that we've done appointing amy coney barrett to the supreme court and after ruth bader ginsburg died Amy Coney Barrett is just going to walk through all the doors that Ruth Bader Ginsburg opened and close them right behind her so no one else can get in and no one else can deserve the rights that Ruth Bader Ginsburg fought her entire life for. And it is just so incredibly disrespectful to not listen to her dying wish and appoint someone nine days before the election. Are you kidding me? I'm not sure if it's nine days, but it is definitely way too early and then they shat all over obama for wanting to appoint it's just like so like everything his supporters say contradicts everything else they say i've said this in a comment section before on tiktok they're walking oxymorons they plot like morons and oxymorons like that is it's just so like (sighs) They will be given a source, deny everything, then when we ask for a source for their claim, they'll give us an unreliable, biased source, or they won't give us a source at all, and they'll pretend that they didn't see it. And they just, they, they just deny everything that doesn't adhere to them and that they are not interested in. I would love to talk to someone that's racist or homophobic to tell them, why you think that these people aren't equal and they're like being gay is a sin well so is eating pork and having sex before marriage and going to work on saturdays you still do that there's eating like bacon like it is just they pick and choose like there are some christians that pick and choose what sins they want to they pick and choose their sins. That's basically what they do. And not all... I'm Christian myself. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm not a very religious Christian. But, like, they... There will be some Christians that just pick and choose their sins. And that is not how it works. And either way, saying that being gay is a sin is not a valid argument. Because if you're making laws about how gay people should be denied marriage, that is not separation of church and state. Like, every single, like, how are they letting the government get away with not adhering to the five purposes of government? I'm literally learning about that in social studies right now. Well, I learned about it recently this year. And we are just not having rule of law at all. One of the most important purposes of government. I've been, like, this is another rant, but this is really important to me because I've not been able to speak about this on my podcast since May. Well, I have been able to, I just decided not to, but then Spotify Wrapped came in and they were like, look at your podcast stats, and it's like, I have seven listeners and 15 minutes. Like, it's, it's, it's great, honestly. So, yeah, that's a, like, I just feel like 
it's so easy to just not be a bad person like you it's just so i mean i understand as a white person the appeal of because as if you're a white man i understand the appeal to like supporting trump because he just wants to make a white man's america like you will be benefiting from this sorry i'm just like plugging my computer you will be benefiting from his ideal society and that he's trying to create but i just don't understand people of color that support him and like women like 45 percent of women voted for like you guys do realize that he wants to take away your rights all girls in my opinion that are republican or support trump are pick me girls and no one can change my mind anyways getting out of the political stuff let's talk about school um eighth grade is definitely easy let's just say it's sort of like i got really lucky with the covid situation because i missed out half of grade seven which is one of the most irrelevant grades and then now i'm missing out on grade eight which i don't care about and hopefully if a vaccine gets made and approved in time i will be able to go to high school the most important thing is that i can go to high school in person i don't care if i spend the entire the entirety of eighth grade in virtual learning but i do care about high school and i i just i think that i've had a lot of high school stuff to think about too like all my life i've like not all my life but from third and third grade and up i've known that i'm going to go to this school (laughs) in my cluster and it's a great school but now all of a sudden there's this private school option that is like their academics are great their volleyball program is great and i could potentially get a scholarship to a d1 school which is my biggest goal to play volleyball at the collegiate level and i was not like i knew that once like i knew that there was so basically here's the thing for my club team my 12s team my volleyball coach he is the varsity coach at this one private school and it's a catholic conservative private school which i don't that's one of the cons but um he's the varsity coach and he like i know that i knew that that was an option like i knew that he wanted me there but i i knew that i would just deny it every single time up until now when he is really like he has been asking and like emailing and stuff and so i was like all right, maybe I should put a little bit more effort into, like, looking into it because maybe this school could be a great fit for me. It is an all-girls, like, Catholic school. It is, um, it's a pretty expensive school, if I'm being honest, so I don't know if my parents can afford it either way, even with financial aid, but that's not the problem. The bigger problem is that it's either, it's, like, me choosing between my cluster, all my friends, The volleyball team at my cluster school is not very good. I must admit, it is not very good. Um, The academics are good. They are great um, for a public school. Um, I'm not really, I don't, I couldn't picture myself as a private school girl, but I'm always willing to give it a try. It's like a complicated thing. So the dean of admissions started emailing me and my parents and we had sort of like a meeting and I like, 
I'm going to all the Zoom meetings to meet all the girls and stuff. So there's that. And my other school, like the other cluster high school, is like a great education, is great education wise, but um, I like if I get into IB, the IB program at that school, I will definitely go. But that is the only like real deciding factor because after, because before I didn't really look into the private school, I knew it was always an like not an option but I knew it was always there and I knew that a lot of girls from my volleyball team would go and I knew that it was a great volleyball school and my coach coached there but I didn't like really know much about like the staff and the athletics and all the girls there and like the atmosphere I only thought about the volleyball aspect so learning about the academic aspect was really enlightening and sort of made me want to go to the school more but I'm really having a tough decision um I'm definitely still applying and my mom always says that if maybe if we give it a we can give it a try for a semester or a year and if I don't like it I can always go back to the cluster school but I don't want my parents to pay money for like obviously private school would give because it's a smaller school than my cluster school it would give me more opportunities to have one-on-one learning with my teachers and have more attention and a lot of the girls that go to the school actually said that it is not that religious it is also um it is also like the schoolwork is not as hard as their friends from cluster schools have like the teachers are really good with explaining and you usually don't have that much schoolwork that's what they said which would be amazing for my mental health because then I could focus on volleyball and the great volleyball program they have at that school and the coach already guaranteed that I would be playing freshman year varsity if I went. And I don't have that guarantee at the RMs. Oops. At that school, at my cluster school. No one's watching this. It's okay. No one's listening to this. It's okay. Um, at my cluster school. So, I, <laughs> I mean, I think I'm good enough to make freshman varsity. Like, I do not want to be cocky. But, oh, you know what else happened this summer volleyball-wise? So, basically, I started practicing with this 15s team over the entire summer. I got really close with them. That was a great opportunity for me. I was actually supposed to go and be their setter because their setter couldn't practice with them and go to AAU Nationals with them. But they ended up not deciding not to go. But they still let me practice with them until club tryouts. So, I had that. I had rec. Um, In the middle, I sort of had... So I went to a beach volleyball tournament with my friend Taryn. I'm actually wearing her bat mitzvah sweatshirt right now. But we, it was a great time. I got to play vo- beach volleyball for the first time. We are like the second place girls in Maryland, I believe, for beach volleyball. I'm not sure. But um, it was really fun. It was a great experience. Taryn is such a good teammate. Um, I was really excited to be playing with her. And... So we went to a beach tournament. We didn't like get placed or anything, but if we had won one more game, we probably we would have gotten a bid to nationals, which we were happy that we didn't get one because then we would obviously have to say yes because we both are not going to miss out on that opportunity. But it was in New Jersey in September and we really just did not want to like have to travel and stuff and like covid stuff like yeah. And so we didn't get a, get a bid to nationals, which is okay, because we had three practice sessions, and then we went to the tournament and played against girls that had been practicing all summer. So I think we did pretty well for that. Um, also, um, 
I got into USAV High Performance A1, which is very exciting because it's U14. So I got in to the basically the USA National younger team for U14. So not younger team, but youth teams for U14. So basically it is the best 60 girls in the country that have tried out play for a few weeks. It's like a summer camp, I believe. And for A1, it is in Pittsburgh or something, I believe, something like that. And you practice for a week with the girls that also made it. And then you play internationally, which is very exciting. Um, Obviously, because of COVID, we couldn't do that. So I was devastated. But hopefully next year, um, I was actually still eligible. I'm still eligible for U14. So basically, the tryouts are U11, U12 for youth, like future select. And then there's U13, U14 combined for A1 select 14s stuff. So as a 13 year old, so as a 12 year old, I got into the U14 one and now I'll be 13 and I'll be able to still try out for the U14 one. So if I got in last year, I hope I can get in this year. That would be really amazing. Honestly, that experience would just be outstanding if COVID is still not a thing. If it is, I swear to God, honestly, like I cannot live like this for that much longer. We can't be pessimistic though. Yeah. I, I went on off like an, I went off on like a really big tangent. Sorry. This is a really long episode. Holy. Anyways, so there was that. Um, there's volleyball stuff, the high school drama, not drama. I wouldn't say drama. It's just like the confusion. Um, then we have the school and like politics stuff. And that's basically my 2020 recap. It was great. It was great. Um, let's do like a little bit more of a fun segment, like a themed one. Usually I just talk and I think that's boring. So if we played a little bit of a game, that would be cool. Right now I'm going to be showing you guys my Spotify wrapped. Even though my Spotify wrapped was extremely not accurate because they actually measure it from January 1st to October 31st. And I discovered a lot of new music November the month of November, and that would have made a huge, huge difference. So yeah, there's that. Um, I'm gonna show you my Spotify rap now. This is so exciting. I love talking about my music, and like, my music is really the only thing that I love. Like, I was talking about this the other day because I went to a house in Annapolis with my best friends, and we were talking about whether we would go blind or deaf, and I said I would. Well, obviously, I would rather go deaf, but I was considering it, and I was like, maybe I would actually rather go blind, because I don't think I could live without music. So, yeah. But, obviously, that was a bit dramatic. Obviously, I would not choose to go blind over going deaf, but deaf. Okay, let's just get on to it. Um, My top artist was Melanie Martinez. I listened to her so much during, like, this year up until summer, I believe. And I just listened to her nonstop, so that's probably why, but I just have not listened to her since summer, so it was a little bit inaccurate, but I'm happy to be her number one. I was in the top 1% of her listeners, so that's nice. Um, I was, I spent 1,459 minutes listening to her music, so that's cool. Um, okay, so let's go with my top artists. I listened to 378 artists this year, not including the ones that I recently discovered. 
And my top one is Melanie Martinez. Number two is MXM Tune. Number three is Tiffany Day. Tiffany Day would definitely be my number one if they counted November, probably. Number four was Conan Gray. And number five was Biba Doobie. Biba Doobie would definitely be two if they counted. Because I didn't, I haven't listened to, M- actually, I have listened to MXM Tune recently. So Melanie Martinez would probably be at five if they continued that. Um, Conan Gray would be at four. Uh, still, MXM Tune would be at three. Tiffany Day would be at one, and then Viva Doobie would be at two if we if they counted November. I'm pretty sure because those are the main artists I listen to. Just rearranging the order, but the same artists. So at least I got that. Um, my favorite s- song of Melanie Martinez's was Milk and Cookies. That was the one I was obsessed with, honestly. But I was obsessed with all of her songs. And her new EP is actually really good. That's a lie, actually. I did listen to her new EP a lot. So maybe she was my top. Okay, but my top decade was 1980s. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, It says my top song from this time was 9 to 5 by Dolly. I only listened to that song because it was funny. And I just listened to it. And I guess now my top decade is 1980s, which is cool, I guess. And then for Pioneer, a song I played before it hit 50,000 streams, can I talk, was Revenge by Tiffany Day. Obviously. So my top songs were Milk and Cookies, Detention from K-12, <laughs> Fever Dream by MXM Tune, Stupid by Tate McRae, and then Sippy Cup by Melanie Martinez. So three out of five of my top songs were Melanie Martinez songs. <laughs> All right, that's great. <laughs> So that was my Spotify wrapped. I kind of want to go through my top songs. So it makes sense that um, Space Cadet is one of my top songs by Biba Doobie. Um, There's also Greek God makes sense. Um, Clout Chaser, Apple Cider. I will have my Spotify. Like, you can just follow my playlist if you're interested because... Holy heck is by Emma Georgich, but if you search up Emma space D, like all lowercase, you should find one of my playlists. My main playlist is Flip Side of the Pillow, but I also have Poser, LOL, I'm so effing lonely, and then I also have Missed Hits, um, Top Songs, whatever. So, yeah. the A lot of these songs do give me so much nostalgia, though, because every few months I will switch up my entire music taste. Like, I'll keep a couple artists, like, Biba Doobie, Tiffany Day, Conan Gray, and MXM Tune. But other than that, I switched up all of my artists. Because I used to listen to Maggie Rogers so much. Oh my god, Good Old Days by Brooke Malley. Oh my god. It's just, it's just so... Bat by Beat Miller. Oh my gosh. <sighs> these songs give me... Now this is making me sad. Because these were songs I listened to before quarantine started. And I did not listen to music throughout quarantine until November or until October started so I did not listen to music and this all the music that's on my top songs are from before quarantine so it's giving me so much nostalgia and makes me kind of sad looking dear society like Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince like (laughs) oh my god rare 20 minutes Sunday best like Rare, Alien Boy, Why Do You Love Me, TWFNO, Losing You, like, jeez, it's giving me a lot of nostalgia. So I thought that would be fun. Um, my top play- my top podcast, if you guys were wondering, was, um, what's it called? Pretty Basic with Alicia Marie and Remy Cruz. It's a cool podcast. 
My second one was probably Anything Goes. Everything, yeah, Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain. And then, yep. Um, here's something new that we can talk about. I'm getting my own room. Finally! Yep, I'm getting my own room this year, or 2021. I'm really excited, and I can't show you guys anything, but I have a lot of plans for it. Just wanted to let you guys know, I'll probably be talking about that in future episodes. I will try to post more frequently. No promises, though. And my Podbean thing is, like, gonna run out, because I don't have the premium, and I, like, all my news, all, like, the time I have to do it is probably gonna run out after, like, four episodes, because I have four hours, and all my episodes are, like, 30 minutes long. Well, actually, actually, that's not true. (laughs) Okay, but yeah. All right, I think that, I think that's gonna wrap it up for now. I'll try, let me see if I can think of anything else to talk about just to reach that 30 minute mark, because I think that's cool. Oh, something I can talk about, um... Uh, well, there is a new person that I like. That is the update. Alright. And it is one of the former people that I used to like. It's like my default crush, I feel like. But now I really like them, which really, really, really sucks. One day, one day, I was really, 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 really sad. I love Dixie Amelia. That is my favorite song ever. Love her songwriting. It's just so emotional and empowering it's just like so inspirational and great so yes all right oh another thing i should talk about is my workout journey so i started binge watching linda's son around march of quarantine so i didn't talk about them in my podcast in around may and june but uh i am I was binge watching her videos for a really, really long time, and she is honestly a powerhouse. Um, she's getting so much fame now, which honestly she deserves. She is such a wonderful person. I'm so happy she has a platform. She's just such an inspiration. She talks about body positivity and working out and having a healthy lifestyle. Her and Jasmine Tyler I've, have been my favorites since, like, I would say June and well Linda's son from March and then Jasmine Tyler from June and she Linda's son actually helped me discover Lily Sabri who is my favorite literally my favorite she her workouts are killer I have because of Lily Sabri like she's just the perfect fitness influencer honestly she's a physiotherapist so she knows what she's doing and I really just trust her in her workouts and I've actually seen really good results from it and I don't but I don't work out for results. Linda Sun, just in every single video, watch her videos. They're so good. They're just so good. They help me. They have changed my complete mindset. So, yeah, she helped me discover Lily Sabri, who is a actual lifesaver. I honestly cannot express how much I have a crush on Lily Sabri. But yeah, I've been work I'm trying to work out every single day this December. I just want to do a workout challenge just cuz I feel like I want to spice up my year a little bit and end it off on a good note. My New Year's resolution is not to work out more anymore because I've already been doing that consistently. So, my next episode will probably be New Year's resolutions, which will be super exciting to talk about, but yeah, 
there's that fitness stuff. I just wanted to let you guys know how my journey is going, and I'm it's feeling so good. I've been eating a lot more healthy because of Linda Sun, and I've been working out a lot more, but I haven't been, like, restricting myself at all, but I used to do. Like, earlier this year, I did have some problems where I would eat less than a thousand calories a day, but we're we're better now, so nothing to worry about not restricting eating because food is fuel not it's not my enemy and yeah I just wanted to end it off on the good note so uh love you whoever's watching this why do I keep saying watching whoever's listening to this I love you um if you don't know me sorry I have to hear about my random life but don't search on my high school online anyways um yeah that's how I'm gonna end the podcast uh on a good note just know love yourself guys and yeah have a good one thanks for listening to this although you probably didn't because I'm just probably listening to this okay bye mwah ew that was so